You may have seen the Australian movie The Castle, where Melbourneian Daryl Kerrigan goes to the High Court to save his house. Well, today is the start of three days of hearings and what some are calling the biggest constitutional stoush in the High Court for a quarter of a century. And it all began with one man and his car. Plaintiff Chris Vanderstock, also from Melbourne, says the state of Victoria has no right to tax his car. The car in question is an electric vehicle. All other states and territories are lined up in support of the state of Victoria, but the Commonwealth is backing Mr Vanderstock in what could become a constitutional challenge. Chris Vanderstock joins me now. Welcome to the program. Uh, Thanks very much for having me, Patricia. I really appreciate the opportunity. This all began in 2020 when Victoria announced that because electric vehicle owners pay little or or no fuel excise, because they don't use fuel, of course, they'd have to pay per kilometre they drive instead. What did you think when you first heard that news? When I first heard the news, I was very upset and uh, actually quite angry about it because the reality is, is that Uh, electric vehicles um, are a solution to a lot of the issues we have in this world right now. We've got some climate change we need to uh, deal with and also uh, by driving electric we um, have the benefits of uh, having cleaner air and better health for everybody. So to think to tax uh, electric vehicles when they're so few on our roads, I just felt it was the wrong thing to be doing at that time. Victoria legislated this tax a couple of years ago. It's currently 2.6 cents a kilometre. What does that mean in real terms for you and, and how is that data collected? Sure. Look, it's collected in the most clunky of methods that I have to submit to Vic Roads a, uh, a picture and a de- declaration at the start of my um, registration year and then at the end. And then they calculate it on a financial year basis. So for myself, I have a December 30 uh, declaration. So that means they average my kilometres over the two financial years, so to speak. And uh, for most users, it's estimated to cost, well, for me, it cost more than $400, almost $500 this last year. And in its first year, because it was only implemented in July 2021, I paid about well, two to $300. So over a lifetime, you're going to be expecting to pay about well, $5,000 additionally for driving an electric car. So you started talking to a law firm about challenging the tax and they suggested you needed a Victorian plug-in hybrid driver too, which is your co-plaintiff, mm. Kath Davies. Are there many yeah. drivers of EVs and plug-in hybrids in Victoria? Oh, absolutely. Um, there's, uh, in the state of Victoria itself, I believe there's more than 25,000. And uh, so this tax is affecting tens of thousands of, you know, uh, people who are trying to do the right thing. <laughs> and uh, uh, be great to see this legislation obviously challenged and uh, I hope overturned. Today, you are heading to the High Court to argue that the trips you make in your EVs shouldn't be taxed by the state of Victoria. So can you outline your legal argument in, sim- in simple terms? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, basically, it's that we believe the power to tax a vehicle and the kilometres that it travels is something that actually belongs with the federal government. And uh, the lawyers probably can best speak to this. But as uh, someone who's, you know, trying to actually, uh, I'm a nurse by trade and I care about people's health and I want to do the best that I can. Uh, if we're driving electric vehicles and doing the right thing in that space, we're going to actually improve the air that we breathe and decrease disease like asthma and uh, heart disease and uh, so on and so forth. It's just 
and com- completely crazy that this tax even got through and uh, I'd like to see it scrapped. All other states and territories have provided written submissions to the High Court to back up the state of Victoria. Meanwhile, the Federal Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus has intervened in this case on behalf of the plaintiffs. That, that's, of course, you. It's shaping up to be a big fight. How important is this case? Oh, look, it's vitally important because uh, this legislation is obviously uh, very much premature and uh, out of step with what the rest of the world is doing. Australia is a real laggard when it comes to electric vehicle adoption. We're only about 3.8% in the last year, whereas the rest of the world is about 12%. So what we should be seeing, and what I hope to come out of this, is that uh, obviously for this um, policy to be overturned, which has been dubbed, by the way, the world's worst electric vehicle policy, and for something that's a bit more coherent and uh, succinct and actually encourages people into electric vehicles. Of course, uh, you say, you know, there's a minority of drivers driving these cars. Well, presumably in the future, there may be a majority. Who will pay for roads then if you're successful? I mean, the idea is obviously it's levied and it goes towards roads. Isn't that a, a an argument that kind of carries a bit of weight? Sure. Um, look, I understand that people uh, uh, have concerns around this. And look, we're all taxpayers and we all actually contribute towards the roads. But uh, for this moment right now, our point is that we really want to see something that um, addresses um, you know, some equity and fairness in the system. So it's not just affecting the people who drive electric or plug-in hybrid vehicles. Uh, but more importantly, it actually, we get some uh, real change um, that um, recognises the benefits of electric vehicles that don't pollute and actually um, get people um, into, you know, quite a street, say, and uh, improves uh, everyone's lives. It's such an interesting case. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Okay, thank you, Patricia. That's plaintiff Chris Vanderstock, who is today challenging Victoria's road user tax on electric vehicles in the High Court of Australia. And we put in a request to the Victorian government for comment, but they declined. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.